Hello everyone, welcome to Bunker Mania Wrestling. I am Jeremy Graves, I am joined by Tom Limbry. Yes, we are once again in the back of a car. This is how we roll. No this, pun is, this is how weird this is. It is so hot. <laughs> no pun intended if I said how we roll. And not because me and him are on camera. <laughs> leave, your, leave your thoughts in the comments below if you want to on that. So what are we talking about today? We're going to focus on All In London. It is going to be a massive show at Wembley Stadium on the August bank holiday weekend here in the UK, one of the biggest weekends yearly in the UK. And the fact that Tony Khan has booked Wembley Stadium, over 60,000 tickets have been sold for this. I am so excited about this show, and I think it's a freaking phenomenal achievement that's even happening. I think this is our generation's version of SummerSlam 92. Well said. But it's going to be epic. That's it. Thank you for watching, folks. But uh, but that's it. the reason we're doing this video today is sort of just want to obviously talk perhaps a little bit more about you know perhaps the setup, a few other bits and bobs around it. But also going to do some very early predictions for all in. Maybe people who may appear. Maybe matches we would like to see. Very pie in the sky thinking here because we're currently what in early May at this point ish when we're recording this so there's a good few months yet there's double or nothing to happen so we want to see what we think our wild predictions might be at this stage so so when it comes to all in we've seen people who are on the poster i think there's one obviously glaring omission from that currently based on all the rumors at the time rumors in inverted commas that are going on it's a good album at, at the time fair point that, that, that we're talking about that is cm punk now, it's heavily been implied he is going to be returning imminently to AEW, that there'll be another show debuting. At the time we're recording this, that's not been announced, just for point of in, just for point of reference more than anything. So, first question. Will CM Punk be at Wembley Stadium? Yes. Okay. I think he will be, but at the same time, it's interesting because... The sun's in my face, but... Uh, <laughs> if you're watching a video version, you'll know what we made. The thing is with that, is it could be the first time that him and the Elite have been backstage together at mm. that point. And it'll be a year, roughly, 51 weeks for anyone that cares. <laughs> have you been timing this? <laughs> yeah, what do you think the stopwatch is for? Fair. Um, <laughs> since they've all been together, if they aren't going to be, of course, I think they're going to be separated. But anyway, mm. I think this will be the first time they've been all together. And Wembley's big enough to keep them apart. But at the same time... Who knows? They could be in the main event together. So, I'm going to make a little prediction now. And does Larry come over? What are quarantine rules for dogs when it comes to flying to the UK? I generally don't know. So, when a, a big prediction I'm going to make from the outset, and I'm going to try and lead into thinking on this, logical thinking. So, we've got the four-way coming up with MJF defending the belt at Double or Nothing. Yes. I think... In some ways, I kind of want the title to change. I think it'd be really cool, for example, if Darby won it, but I don't think that's going to happen. You're right. Yeah, go on. All right. So I think MJF will still be champion at All In, but I think around that time, they will be building to a CM Punk v MJF match, which was the match they were going to build up to when Punk won the belt at quote-unquote brawl out, as it were. I think MJF will still be the champion by that point. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, All Out is the week after in Chicago. So does All In become a standalone show with just matches that everyone wants to see? 
Or are there storyline-driven matches? Or is it going to be a bit of both? Or Because I can't see MJF coming over as champion and not winning. Okay. So at the same time, do you see him coming over? Because if it's going to be MJF and CM Punk a week later... Okay, so I guess... You kind of put him in the match and you already know who's going to win, kind of. So thing. first question on that, then. Has it been actually 100% confirmed that All Out is definitely the week after? Yes. Is that you using your Because... That you kind of. Insider knowledge here. Kind of. I believe so. I think it was confirmed by uh, one of the the higher-ups in AEW on a podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, someone said, is All Out still going to be in the same time? And they, uh, she mentioned that it was probably going to be the week after in Chicago, like usual. Okay. But they may move it. Who knows? Mm, because, so there's a different, there's kind of multiple schools of thought for me here, because given how big this show is going to be for AEW, and the fact they've already sold 60 plus thousand tickets, if you want me to be brutally honest, they don't need to do very much for this show now. They could to make it the spectacle it deserves to be. But realistically, everyone who wants to be there has already bought a ticket. But at the same time, and I speak from knowing a few people that haven't bought a ticket, from the they want to see who's going to be there, which is mm. really dopey if you ask me. But I feel like they still have to do something, like as in big, because if they were to do this again and everyone goes, well, they just gave us a load of rubbish, we won't bother this time. It Fair hurts point. things going forward... So if they're going to do another one, you want to be like, oh, we had a fantastic time last time. We saw Dad X, Y, and Z, V, X, Y, and Z, and it was fantastic. We'll have to go again. You want to create the for next time or whenever that's going to be. Mm. You don't want to just be like, oh, we'll do a one-off thing, we'll give them a load of crap, and then we'll piss off again. Like, well, okay, let, let, me, let me quantify my thinking then in the sense of they can still put on a freaking great show. And it'd be really great matches, but they don't necessarily have to be, say, all title matches. I don't Th- think you even need title matches, to be fair. I think if, if they are going to have All Out the week after, that's probably still going to be their main focus. I think All In is mainly to get the exposure overseas. Correct. So potentially, like, if you only saw the tag titles defended in the trios, I'd, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see anything defended. But there is people that this will be their first AEW show and they might want to see MJF defend the title. They might Mm. want to see all the belts defended. But at the same time, AEW have got to look at where where it fits in with All Out the Week After. Mm. So it's going to be interesting, but at the same time, they don't want to, like... They've got to, to prioritise it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what I will say now, my next prediction is going to be, I think the international title will be defended, because otherwise that seems a bit redundant to have that belt. Would be shocked if it wasn't. <laughs> so what's like a wild prediction for you? Have you got anything in particular thinking? And when it comes to what you were saying, giving you a chance to think here, when it comes to who's going to be appearing that you know your friends were saying they might want to wait a bit longer, there's a bunch of faces on the poster, but they've technically not actually been formally announced. Well, I don't think I mean. we're going to go the route of some promotions where they announce somebody each week at 8 o'clock on the internet. I think, you know, like, this is not... We're not announcing a tournament here. When mm. AEW are going to come over, they're going to bring the big guns, the little guns, and every other gun in between. So, I mean, certain people will only go to show if they have certain matches and things, which is fine. Mm. And wrestling is a melting pot. Everyone has their own opinion, which is fine for the most part 
but at the same time, like the the last couple of weeks, you've seen a few names floated about. Uh, one of them, can I say? It? Yeah, go for it. Uh, being Goldberg. Wait, what? I didn't think that was a name you were going to say. Well, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Genuinely? Yes, they they've supposedly uh, been talking to Goldberg, but. Does AEW really need to bring Goldberg in? He's worked a couple of the WWE Saudi Arabia shows and had four or five minute matches. And I can't imagine the AEW crowd, unless he faces someone like Wardlow or one of the bigger like Luchasaurus, I can't see it really benefiting ticket sales for a start. Because, I mean... That are supposedly only set out for 75,000 at the moment. Oh, is that the number that's going around? Uh, at the it? moment. Okay. And I mean, they sold 65 plus. At the time of recording. Of course. But I don't see. <laughs> yeah, I, not just 65. 65 <laughs> tickets. No. The, I don't see Goldberg selling any more. Hmm. I, I think if you were going to. I think the people that want to be there are already there. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to do something special to get the the other lot in mm. and I mean there is talk of Nigel McGuinness dusting off the boots yeah and for me personally that's amazing agreed again if you're trying to get people that only know WWE you know Nigel didn't really do much in WWE and that's something against Nigel because he was dealt a bad hand with his health mm-hmm. but I don't think you're going to bring in the WWE crowd with him you might with Goldberg but I mean, the WWE crowd, I've seen him loads over the last six years. And I was there for his match with uh, WrestleMania in Orlando, and it didn't set the world on fire. So do AEW need to bring in someone like that that isn't going to push more tickets out the door? So I guess this is another interesting question or topic to discuss, because I've seen some chatter online of, like, certain wrestlers or promotions really wanting to try and and get all in with all in if you know what i mean like they want to be part of it as it were so i guess the question is and in my opinion the answer is no does aew need to incorporate as much this is a a bad way to phrase it but does AEW need to incorporate as much britishness as it can do to really maximise the potential of the show. Because you've already got people like Jamie Hayter, there's Pac, who would, one would assume will be involved in some way. We'll get onto this as a separate thing in a second, but New Japan talent are going to be in London, having wrestled at Revolution Pro the night before now. It's been announced last night at the get time we're recording this. So either way, we know for a fact New Japan talent is there, and the two names that have been announced are Shingo and Will Ospreay. So there's already some big names there. And putting aside the New Japan bit for a second, I don't think AEW really needs to lean into the whole British element of it. Because at the moment, the brand of AEW as a whole has what has sold is what has sold as many tickets as have been sold at the time we're recording. Definitely. I don't think they need to go overboard with the British stuff. You're not paying to go and see British British wrestling. Mm. There's nothing wrong with British wrestling. And Rev Pro the night before at the Copper Box will be brilliant. But at the same time, you don't want them to go to a Wembley Stadium and see a load of guys you've seen the night before at AEW at Wembley Stadium. You, you're going for the AEW guys that are assigned. I mean, I think it's a given that Will Ospreay will probably be involved in some way, shape or form. Yep. I would imagine Michael Oku will be because he is signed to AEW. 
We just never Is he really? seen him. I was not aware of that. Okay. It was announced on Jericho's podcast back in January after PWG. Okay. Uh, so, I, I mean, fair enough. He might be on there. And I can understand if they use uh, Ricky Knight Jr. I thought it was a fox. Yeah, sorry. As we're sitting here, like we just saw, we saw an animal running in front of us. And it, it was a dog, basically. So, But, uh, but sorry, continue. You mentioned Ricky Knight Jr. Yeah, Ricky Knight Jr. I mean, I, uh, I could see Doug Williams perhaps being involved. The man has been in British wrestling for... Must be close to 30 years. I'm, I'm hmm. assuming he's sitting around there. So, I mean, and and I would imagine Zack Sabre Jr. will be on the show. I think Zack might be a good shout. If there was going to be any more British people added, like with a Will Ospreay, I think those two names are the ones to go with. Yeah. And, I mean, if Nigel dusts off the boots as well. Yeah. I think you've sort of got your quota of wrestlers that you will need for that. Yeah. So, I'm not sure... Yeah, and I think uh, I agree with you. But at the same time, there is certain wrestlers that do deserve to be on that show for what they've done for British wrestling for the last fifteen. And years. and this is another element to the debate because I want to be clear. I don't like I said. I don't think AEW should lean into the whole add as much Britishness as you can. No. But there should definitely be an acknowledgement in some way. I think. I mean, it'd be nice on the card if there yeah. was a a British match, and I don't mean rounds. Mm. There's nothing, again, wrong with rounds. I love rounds. A match with British talent. I've seen Colt Cabana and James Mason have fantastic matches in a rounds match. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't think they need to go that level of incorporation. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's only four hours. And you're going to want to get as many people on that card as possible. There's bound to be a pre-show, I'm assuming. But at the same time, people, again, are not paying to go and see... British wrestlers. Mm. So if they have like Pac, Zach, and Osprey, and supposedly Nigel, there might be somebody else. Mm. That's been rumoured. We won't get into that, well, if unless he wants to. <laughs> but I think you've got enough British wrestlers there for it to be translated well onto the card. Mm. Yeah, and because, like I was saying a few minutes ago, that the name AEW is what has sold this show. The fact it's at Wembley, like you said, it's basically the equivalent for this generation of SummerSlam 92. It is going to be a big deal for that alone. But going back to the topic that we've been talking about when it comes to matches that may or may not be on the card, I'm not saying AEW should phone it in, as it were. But, but I think what they can do is deliver a high-quality card that maybe you could just call it like a one-off special type thing. Like, it doesn't like have... dream matches. Yeah. That's one way you could put it. Yeah, it doesn't have to have like massive ramifications for what goes on going forward. Because like you said, they don't want to put on a crap show because then people won't come again. No. This is to set a foot outside of North America. It's their first show outside of North America. They want to leave this being the thing of y- you had to be there. Definitely. And that kind I of mean, thing. I agree with that. I mean... As soon as it got announced, me and you just started discussing various aspects of this show. Yeah. And, I mean, at one point, they, the main event was supposedly going to be FTR and Punk v. The, the Elite. Elite. Yeah, that was a rumour. There's nothing wrong with that. Trust me. If that were to happen, that would be insane. But at the same time, you hear other matches being floated about, as in Nigel McGuinness and American Dragon. Now, mm-hmm. if you know their history... You know that would be pretty epic. But again, both men, quite advanced in age. And Nigel hasn't wrestled in 12 years, probably a bit longer than that. At least a decade. At least. a bit longer than that. Yeah. 
So at the same time, that would be amazing to see, but are they going to want to put that on if Nigel isn't up to what he used to be? Mm. And I'm sure that Brian Danielson would drag it out of him, but at the same time, there's only so many spaces on the card, mm. so it, it then becomes, do you want to see Goldberg? A lot of people do, a yeah. lot of people don't. So, And obviously Sting's going to be on the show based on the poster. Well, there's another rumour floating about about that. that it go, could, go on, be, could be Sting's last I, foray into wrestling. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up because one of the first things I thought when I saw him on the poster is it will either be part of a retirement tour yes. or his retirement match. Because Against what be- MJF. Is that the rumour? I had not heard that. Oh. Ooh, oh. I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. And I mean... Sting can still go. Yeah. And he's been in matches. I mean, they're multi-man matches, but at the same time... That would be such good fun at a 60,000-plus crowd. I think Sting playing to the crowd, MJF being the hit he is, yeah. that would probably knock a lot of ticket sales over the edge. Yeah. And if it was a title match as well. I know we were mentioning if All Out's the week after, but that alone... Exactly. You could even build it hypothetically, like... Hypothetically, say if Punk was going to get a title shot against MJF at All Out, hypothetically, you could literally build it as the winner of the All In match faces Punk at All Out. And even the idea of CM Punk and Sting is actually unique enough to where people would be game for it at this point. I might even go. There you go, literally. So, any other random predictions you've got as things stand now? Well, Wardlow and Goldberg was one. Again, do you really need Goldberg? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, do, do we get on Anderson doing a promo about his Glock? I mean, if we do, that'd probably more of a draw than Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I, I love Goldberg, but I don't think you need that on an AEW card when you've got all that other talent there. Mm. And there's talent they don't use. And Hence the reason collision is more than likely going to become a thing within the next week or two at the time we're definitely recording a this. collision. Ah. So, I don't know. I mean, you have to cater to everybody. Mm. And there might be a lot of people that in England that have never seen Goldberg, because, I mean, he's not really ever been here much. I mean, I suppose 1PW didn't bring him over. But I saw him... Don't listen to me, Gauntly. At WCW Nitro, when they taped it at the London Arena in Docklands. Good grief, this is going back a while. It was when they did the London Lethal Lottery in November of 2000. Do you reckon it was an actual lottery, or do you reckon they pre-planned it? Lottery. Lottery. <laughs> it was whoever Nash wanted to go over that day. Yeah, but Goldberg was there, and I think that was one of the main reasons people went. Definitely. No, I, I mean, I went and saw his first of his nine retirement matches um, when he faced Lesnar at um, Wrestlemania I can't remember what number it was 2017 was uh, that was that after like the, the 42nd match at Survivor Series yes as in the 42nd timed match is that where I sat on your couch and ate pizza and I was like Jesus that went quickly I think I lost my mind at the result of that match though. I think we did it was great great fun good, good times so yeah, in terms of other thoughts when it comes to All In as things stand, in terms of is anyone else going to get brought in, what I would really like to see happen, and it can only be an appearance, I I don't know if it will happen because of like Legends deals and stuff now with WWE, but I think it would be amazing if Bret Hart made an appearance. Because that I, would actually be quite yeah. symbolic. Yeah, no, I agree. And given that he was also the person that presented the inaugural AEW champion with the belt... 
I think that would be a fun little tie-in, especially with the history surrounding Wembley Stadium. Definitely. And he did do that. He did present the belt. And, I mean, he was under a legend seal then. Was he? I didn't know that was a thing then. Okay. He has had some issues with AEW and the Owen Hart stuff. But, again. Mm. And that tournament's coming back, so... Really happy to see that coming back. We might do a different video on that at some point, because I'm sure it's going to be good fun. But, um, but yeah, All In is going to be amazing. We'll definitely be doing more videos and little short podcasts relating to it. Hold on. But you have a thought. Is there any matches you want to see? I mean, you ask all the questions. <laughs> Fair. So I'm asking you one. Like We can sit here for hours um, and do match predictions, but is there any matches that Jeremy Graves wants to see on the 27th of August? This is me stretching it out so you can think. Pie in the Sky... Uh, I, who's I, that? No, no, fair point. Um, I I really want to see what I'll just I'll just call it like it is. I want to see the proper classic tag team match involving FTR. I want a match against... that's going to be freaking stellar. Hypothetically, at this point, maybe do it against the Elite because that might be a match where that would draw enough people in, given the history surrounding it. But then also kind of eliminates the need to maybe have Omega aligned with the Elite on that show. Okay. So I think Omega is going to be probably in a very high-profile match on that show. Heck, I know you mentioned Danielson and Nigel. That would be a great place to do Omega-Danielson too, if it's not Omega and Osprey. I think if they're going to do an Omega and Osprey match, it's going to be for the New Japan-United States title. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be done at Forbidden Door, because yeah. that would make more sense to me. Because it's a New Japan affiliated show. Exactly. Um, so I think if you're going to have Omega in a match, I think him, I mean, however you look at the AEW roster, there is matches all over the place that haven't happened. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's matches that have happened that you want to see a second, third, fourth, fifth. Mm. And I think any match you put Omega in is mega. Mm. Uh, but could he have a tag team partner by then? Quite, quite possibly oh mate if we get freaking a bushy on that show yeah. but, but you know what that's me thinking far ahead um, I'm trying to think what there was another thing I had in my brain but it's just gone out of my head and that's really annoying but um, either way though the show like we said is going to be phenomenal we'll be doing more little podcasts and stuff in the run up to it we're all going well I'm going to call it now hopefully we'll try and do some little vloggy type things actually at Wembley and like leading into it on All In Weekend because why not document it? And I mean, this is probably going to wind Jeremy up a treat because I haven't discussed it with him. So this is even better. <laughs> oh, great, here we go. But if Jeremy doesn't go home after the show, we could probably do a live reactions podcast. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 we've been on many late night journeys. We can make that happen. We'll make it work. I'm not sitting in the car after all. <laughs> if this is going to become our studio now, the car studio. I am not sitting in the car after all in. We could just call these shows Road Trip. Well, and do them in random places. Yeah, why not? Today we're coming I'm to you from insert all in. I'm going to a hotel. So if we have to record it in my hotel room, we are. There you go. But folks, thank you very much for listening on audio or watching on YouTube. I'm going to ref pro at the cobble box. There you go. Do let us know what you think about all in. What would you like to see there? Do you have any dream matches that you think will occur there? Make sure you've hit that subscribe button if you have not already on your platform of choice. And from myself, Jeremy, from him, Tom, we've been Bunkermania Wrestling. Talk to you soon. Take care.